Welcome to Your Daily Pass. We are Courtney Passfield and Fiona Daly. Sisters, mums, wives, multi-business owners. And perfectly imperfect. We are hugely passionate about cultivating mindset, growth and self-awareness. Join us in our conversations to inspire. Hey Fiona, welcome back to another episode of Your Daily Pass. Exciting, I know so we are just killing it. <laughs> we, we are having so much fun um, being in your ears twice a week, guys, and we're so so very excited. Yes. So this week we have our interview with lovely Kelly Shan. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Courtney. Hi, Fiona. Kelly, we are so excited to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I'm you excited. so much for gracing us with your presence and giving us your time and energy. Oh, I'm excited to be here, and thank you for asking me. Ooh. It is it is brilliant. So I suppose we want to kick off with sort of finding out a little bit about you. Um, so I'd like to I'd like to get you to paint us a, a picture of your family dynamic growing up. So what that looked like for you. Okay. Um, well, uh, Mum was quite sick all my life. She had a brain tumor. Um, so she, when my sister, when she was pregnant with me, she actually moved um, from the block that dad had drawn in the ballot you know back in the 60s um, a lot of people got their starts with um, ballot blocks um, but because she was unwell she went and um, lived in Ipswich with my grandmother okay. and I was born down there and then when I was and we had a lovely childhood with Nana and, and mum and um, I think you know you just grow up accepting things I suppose and don't really question too much when you're little um, and dad used to come to visit whenever he could and then um, when I was about seven mum must have decided that she needed to take us back to Billaroy um, so that dad would have us you know at home and so um, we made we we went back, well, I, I went there for the first time. So we were, um, yeah, town girls, I suppose, that, that yeah, went to the bush for the first time. So I was seven and my sister was nine. Um, and I remember when we left, drove away, I was crying, crying, crying so much because I was going to miss my grandmother so much. But anyway, once, you know, we got to the property and um, of course we just fell into the routine and and loved it um, we did distance ed which looked very different back then to what distance ed does now um, and yeah so mum was there with us for two years uh, and then she passed she uh, went into a hospice when I was nine and then passed away when I was 11 so um, yeah it uh, yeah, it wasn't always easy, but like I said before, you know, as a child, I think you just take things more in your stride um, than you do as an adult. And, um, yeah, I think you deal with things a little bit differently. Children yeah. are so re resilient, aren't they? Yeah. You know, it's amazing how resilient and how... Uh, they do. They just take it in their stride because they don't know any any different and they don't go, oh, this isn't fair or anything like that because... It just is what it is. It I is suppose. what it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you have a quite a close connection with your mum? Yes. Yep. Yep. I did. She loved animals, um, and we just we lived in a little shed that had um, doors 
one door that side and one door that side. So quite often my sister and I would be bringing our turkeys in or oh. we had this turkey gobbler <laughs> called Charlie and Charlie would just walk in and go gobble, gobble, gobble. And, um, <laughs> and then we had a we had a pet bull who was, um, to us he seemed quite big, but his name was Griffo and he would just walk in. We'd, you know, open the door and he'd walk through. He'd, we had these um little cupboards in the corner and with mirrors on them and sometimes he'd walk over to the mirror and look in there and bellow out and then walk out the other side and go around um to the outside looking oh. for the bull that he saw in the <laughs> uh, and mum would always rouse on us for bringing the animals inside but, um, I can see why yeah I think my kids make enough mess without bringing animals yes. into this equation I feel as like well. sometimes my kids are the animals <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But oh um, and, yeah. So I think um, I think that's where you know she instilled into uh, my sister and I a really strong love for animals. I suppose because um, yeah. But I would say we were pretty close. And um, yeah, she yeah she didn't have things easy by any no, stretch of the no. imagination. But she was a really good mother. And and um, you know we had no doubt of how much love she had for us so yeah. yeah it is a long time to be sick too and I suppose you now being a mum yourself you know it must put a whole new dynamic and a different understanding understanding yeah, yeah gosh yeah to the whole situation of knowing that you will be leaving your children yeah behind oh, yeah. And at such a young age yeah I know and um that's exactly right, girls. Like when you do have your own children. When I had my own children, I, I suddenly um, had a had such an appreciation of, um, you know, what mum went through. And another thing she really tried to inst- she had a really really strong faith, mum. And um, that's probably the most important thing I think she instilled into us because she never. She never showed us that she was scared. Um, she was always very, you know, quite peaceful about the whole situation, and wow. um, and probably that helped us to um, deal with what was coming. Yeah, Gosh, yes. absolutely. So, as kids, did you know, like, it wasn't a secret for like that she was sick. You knew all the time that, like, from the beginning, that she was ill. Um. Well, I, I can't ever even remember. I, I just think we knew, like, yeah. um, you know, no one ever said to us, but we just, we knew, I guess, yeah. with what was going on and it was just, you know, part of our life and, um, yeah, that's that's the way it was. So, yeah. Oh, wow. What a yeah. change being seven and nine and moving from Ipswich, so from the city yeah. to the country. How... I mean, I guess with all those animals, you adapted pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we loved it. We loved it. We never, ever looked back. Like, um, you know, horses were always such a mainstay in our lives. And, um, you know, once we went up there, came up to Villaroy. Um, but, yeah, again, I just think we took it in our stride, you know, because yeah. of, of how young we were. Yeah. yeah. What were you like as a child? Were you a cheeky? Because, I mean, it sounds like you were cheeky if you're letting bulls into your house. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, 
I was just the perfect child. I never oh. did anything wrong. Well, I'm sure, Cal. I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what you want your children yeah. to hear. Yes. Uh, my sister and I, we were always playing tricks on people, which sometimes <laughs> weren't always appropriate. We'd get into a bit of strife for things that we'd done, but we thought they were funny at the time. But <laughs> looking back now, we probably needed a good, good, um, Wrapping around the behind yeah. the yeah, exactly. look at the smile that you <laughs> yeah, exactly. to your face too. You have like some nah, good memory. Still so worth it. <laughs> yeah, I would have taken it back on the bum with like with everything it yeah. gave me. Yeah, yeah. I think we had we had a lot of responsibility from an early age. So we were I, both of us were very responsible as as kids, um, and you know that that was probably a good thing. Um, and yeah, I, I think we were very carefree. We we never put saddles on our horses, you know, we'd just go off and and a lot of the times we'd forget to tell mum and dad that we were actually going out on the horses. <laughs> I remember once we'd gone for so long we got back and we were just bareback and when we got back, they were just heading out to look for us and we were in a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> we just forgot to tell them and we were having so much fun. Um, but too yeah, busy. Just, yeah, 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 too planned. busy to tell them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is awesome. So then you've grown up and when did, so when did you go to the, to the city? Did you go away for boarding school or um, how did that work for you? So um, when I was... My sister was in year five and I was in year three and we actually went to the Range Convent, which is um, the Cathedral College now in Rocky. Um, and my sister actually stayed on there until grade eight, I think. But I went home because um, I, I was very young. And um, so I, um, yeah, I did correspondence again then. Um, and then sometimes I would go, when mum wasn't the best, I'd go into Mara and do my work at the school. Um, so I would say my school career was a little checkered. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, just, uh, I'm just trying to um, think now. Um, yeah. Because you go through school and then did you go to uni as well or you just... Oh, no, 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 no. I, didn't go, I didn't go to uni. And I guess um, I grew up uh, because I I probably had more involvement with the horses and cattle and Dad relied on me a lot more. And because he was at home on his own, um, I, I just always felt that I would have to go back home and there'd be nothing else in life for me. Which is, you know, it's funny when when you're young and the things that, anyway. So I didn't actually even finish school. I went I went back and worked at home for dad, and then um, a few things happened, and um, I ended up dad and I had a bit of a falling out, and so I left and um, I got a job in in Mara and uh, worked in Mara for a while and and through a series of events I ended up in Brisbane and um, I was fortunate you know I was in the right place at the right time I suppose and I got a great job at Channel 10. Um, I yeah I was it was no doubt I was I, I always feel like I've been guided by my mum yeah. um, and I so much so that even 
um, when after that year that she died, which was in the eight, she died passed away in the April in 1979, and at the end of that year. Um, this family moved in just up the road from us and they took us in like we were their own children. And I know without a doubt that mum sent Colin, Jack Bradley and their family to us. And from that moment on, when they came, we spent every birthday, every Christmas with them. Colin, Jack, they had eight children of their own. Um, They counted my sister and I as their ninth and 10th children. And right up until they both, till Colin Jack passed away, um, they counted my children as their grandchildren. And, um, and yeah, they just, they really um, had a huge impact on our lives as we were growing up. And, you know, without Colin Jack having been there, at times, you know, they they were just fantastic for us and, and their family. Um, so, yeah, I just always felt that mum guided me. So I have no doubt that she led me on the path that I eventually went on and, um, and yeah, ended up in Brisbane and working at Channel 10. So, yeah. yeah. How cool. That is, yeah, yeah. Especially when you're like, yeah, my, uh, my schooling was a little bit checkered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like exactly. a good lesson in itself. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Yeah, I mean, I, I could have made other choices, but I think you just have to go with your gut, you know, what you're feeling inside. And I I honestly felt very, very guided. It was, yeah, amazing, really. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So what does life look like for you now? Um, so um, my husband, Barry, and, my, and our three children, um, when they're at home, we live on Nibirina, um, which is a cattle property about two hours uh, northeast of of um, Claremont, and um, yeah, we have a we're very fortunate that we have a beautiful family that um, extended family. So Barry is particularly close with his brother, and um, his and we work um, with Barry's mum and dad. They live three hours north of us, but. Um, our kids have had the most wonderful childhood in that um, they've, and I, I think they've been more fortunate in a way than um, the other grandchildren of Sue and Harry's because they've had so much to do with Sue and Harry. And, you know, we've been gone, we, every year, we, well, twice a year, we go up there mustering for a num- number of weeks. And, um, yeah, Sue and Harry have just been a huge part of our, our lives and our children's lives. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, we just, we're so lucky that we all get on really well. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's never, there's always problems at different times. Oh yeah, that's life too, isn't it? We're not perfect, but, um, at the end of the day, you know, at the root of it all, we know that we're there for each other and it is very, very special. That is lovely. That is lovely. So I suppose, um, one of the main big reasons that we wanted to talk to you today is because you yourself have started Life Journey TV and it's also on podcast itself. And I think, I suppose what is something that you inspires me, um, how you inspire me is that living on a property, living remote, like, you know, there's yeah. sometimes there's these things, the stories that we make up in our heads that, you know, what we do is what we do and we don't branch out and we don't do anything different. Whereas here you are still in the, you know, middle of nowhere 
achieving such big goals and interviewing some of the most amazing people. Oh, thanks, girls. Thank you. Um, yeah, look, I, I guess um, I started Life Journey. I was, I was not feeling great. I, you know, at one point there, you know, we all go to have those times where we might end up a bit down or depressed or whatever, and um, and I just got to the point where I felt like I needed to do something for me after giving so much. Um, you know, to, you know, to your family and that for so long. And I'm in my 50s and um, I, anyway, I was driving home one day and listened to a, listening to a podcast and it just really made me feel so much better um, in myself. And I started thinking, you know, I could do that and that, um, you know, would, might be a fun thing and help people along the way. And um, so that's sort of where, it started and I didn't really give it a lot of thought I just and I'm I'm probably a bit like that I just get an idea and think right let's get into it and and um just see where it takes you and um yeah and I just yeah I don't know I guess again being guided a little bit and listening to that inner voice and and like I was terrible at the start and um but I drew on what I knew I could do from, you know, 30 years ago when I worked in television and I used to do a lot of public speaking and and that. So I knew that I could do it. Yeah. Um, if if I I guess if I had the courage to um, try, I suppose. Yeah. And um, so that's yeah, that's kind of where it started. And 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 the main goal was to help um, people who were having um, struggles with things because we all do. We all go through challenges. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And, um, yeah, no one, no one is um, uh, immune to challenges or sad times. Or no, um, yeah, and I just think it helps to be reminded that you're not the only one, yeah, and that there is a way out. Yeah, and you're not alone. Yeah, it's just so good to relate, isn't it? Sometimes you think, oh, gosh, like, surely I'm the only one going through this. Everybody else seems to have their life together. And then you listen to something like that and you go, okay, well, none of us have our shit together. Yeah. We're all yeah, just yeah. And it's just relatable. It's great. Gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I must admit, like, I've probably become a little bit selfish in a way because I think I've got – I've. I got more out of it than anybody because I get to speak to these amazing people one-on-one, um, -on -one, you know, and yeah. um, and hearing it from them for the first time and getting to build a bit of a rapport and a relationship with them. And and um, I've made some lovely friends, you know, from from what I've been doing and, and yeah, really valuable people, valuable relationships who give valuable advice and yeah. um yeah do you find people open up to you a little bit easier now like I know I mean we're only in I don't know how many weeks that we've you know launched our podcast like it ha hasn't been long at all and yeah so many people now come up to us and will tell us their story very openly and very quickly you know yeah. and sometimes it can take you off guard I mean I love it it's beautiful I, I yeah so if, enjoy but if you're it. not expecting it you're like okay right. yeah you can say to somebody oh hey going and and they can be so open and authentic and honest and not yeah. feel that judgment from you and you can kind of go like yeah 
okay, yep, I'm, I'm here. I can listen. I can, you know, like it, it's a yeah. beautiful thing to be able to hold space for people too who are, you know, not telling you the easiest part of their life at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I agree. I think um, because of what we do now, people are able to relate to us and they feel like um, they're coming, I guess, in a way to a place of non-judgment because you, you hear so much and I hear so much. And um, so I, I think that people imagine um, that they will be understood and which rightly so. Yeah, um, yeah in telling their, their story to you or whoever. And, and it's always... Um, it's always nice, you know, if someone can can relate something that you've you've brought, um, you know, to them through an interview. If they can relate to themselves and um, oh, and and tell you, like I think, that's when you know that you're doing a good thing. I think when brings when you, you back to that, that why that why you're doing. Yeah, yeah gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone um, that you've interviewed that you were just so blown away with or you know any of those sort of favorite ones or anything like that that you go how am I sitting here right now talking to somebody like this and having know, this conversation and having this conversation like yeah. I um I try not to because I think that would put me in a place where I might become overwhelmed yeah, and actually I'm, I'm fortunate in that I dealt with um a lot of um high-profile people when I worked at Channel 10. Like, um, so, yeah, I guess I'm looking at it, I, I just see people um, as the same as you and I. You know, I, I try not to get... And I suppose um, that makes them that judgment out of it too. You know, like if you're putting them yeah. on a pedestal, how yeah, to... Yeah, absolutely. God, yeah, yeah. yeah, so you've just got to treat people, um, you know, as... as um, as you would like to be treated, I guess, and just as a normal everyday person. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. when we were just talking about at the start of the podcast, you went, right, actually, I can do this. How did you, how yeah. did you move through that self-doubt? Were you like, oh, okay, well, can I? Or how did you <laughs> go through that? Or are you just a little bit like me, a little bit like, you know what, let's just do it and we'll work it out later? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that was exactly how it was. I'll I'll just do this and um, work it out as I go. Um, I guess the first thing I did was write down a list of people that I'd like to interview. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> most of them were people that I knew to start with. Um, but, yeah, I yeah, just, I just knew that I, I honestly believe that when you start thinking about things, just start because... Yeah. The answers come to you as you go. Don't wait until everything's perfect because nothing, it won't always be perfect. And when when you start and you start thinking about um, things and, and, and have a little bit of a vision, then things become a reality. I think if everything, um, if you wait until and let everything be hypothetical, it's not as effective as you just starting yes. and yes. putting everything into practice and, and waiting for those things to come. Exactly. Gosh, you end up yeah. overthinking and procrastinating. Yeah. And, it just, and then it's not perfect. It's a snowball, isn't it? Gosh, yeah. yeah. Gosh, yeah. 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 But it was, it was um, daunting to start with. I was telling someone the story the other day about 
the first person I interviewed that I didn't know. And um, and I haven't put it up actually because I didn't have the proper, <laughs> I didn't have equipment. The hardest thing, you know, is pretending that you know what you're doing I'm and you really don't, <laughs> you know, you just turn up and you don't have mics or anything. You just got your phone and you're trying to pretend that you're professional and that you've been doing this for years, but really you've been doing it for five minutes. <laughs> anyway, so so this chap, he was just gorgeous, thankfully, and he was, um, anyway, I will go back and interview Simon again um, at some point because he has a really interesting story. But I remember driving up there because I just rang him out of the blue. I saw his story in the Brisbane magazine and I'm driving up the road when, and he, you know, very kindly agreed to meet with me. So I'm driving out to his place and I'm thinking, I wonder if I can just turn around and just bring him from town and tell him I can't get there. I was really scared oh, no. and um, thinking that he'd think I was such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and then I arrived and this beautiful man made me this cup of tea and and told me his life story and, um, he yeah, so that, that was probably the hardest one that I've yeah. done so far. I can understand that. I mean, even for us, you know, we're still buying equipment going, okay, is this going to go somewhere? What is our sound yeah. like? Can we make our sound better? And, you know, and then you look things up and you're like, I don't even know what that means. So we're then Googling. you're Googling <laughs> little, you know. Like the little abbreviation. Abbreviation. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And do I need yeah. you? Like, where is this going? And yeah. I think that's so true. Like, there's so many interviews that we've done that we're like, yeah, so the sound could have been better, but yeah. um, hopefully as we go, we'll... Press gallon, she'll be right. Exactly, yeah. the ball will yeah. roll and, you know, we'll it's get really, better and better. That's it. <laughs> no, you're doing a great job. And it's good to get to the, you know, get a bit down the track and look back and see how far you've actually come. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> so I suppose we would like to know, like, what your support network looks like for you now. Support networks, I think that Fiona and I are very big on having around us. Um, I mean, we're each other's very big support networks, yeah. obviously, with our husbands and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I suppose we want to show that, you know, it does take a village to sort of achieve these goals. So who, like, what's your support network look like for you, Cal? Um. Well, Barry is amazing to start with because, um, you know, he lets me, uh, he's, <clears throat> doesn't let me, sorry, but he, he's understanding. <laughs> yeah. Why if you go out there, you're allowed to do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, he's very understanding. And, and, you know, I felt silly telling him to when I, like, because he was the first one that I, obviously, I said, I think I'd like to do this and I think I could do this. And, and even I, I felt silly telling him, but he was just, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, he was very encouraging. And um, so that gave me, you know, a bit of confidence as well to know that I had, that he had my back. Yeah. Um, so he's number one. Um, the three kids are actually really amazing. Even Hutton um, always asks me a lot of questions and, and gives me, you know, some advice you know from time to time if he thinks I should do something a different way so he's been really great the girls are probably a bit more hands-on because particularly Amy because she's been at home with me um all year with COVID yes. um and yeah. she's still doing uni but she's been a great help in in getting me going better with Canva and mm. and just yeah. sorting out my yeah. social pages and and everything and there's they're all so great to 
to bounce things off um, and ideas off and and things that I'd write because um, Amy's studying journalism. So, you know, oh, I always run oh. things by her. It's just, you know, it's Such great to have her as a backstop. Yeah, so I'm really lucky there. And, um, and then outside of the family, I have a wonderful man who um, edits all my videos for me. Mm-hmm. And he just nothing's too much trouble for Nick and a few people have said to me why don't I edit them myself myself but I feel like I I don't have time yeah. for a start I, you know I want to be able to go out and ride my horse too you know mm-hmm. um but I just think you know I would I wouldn't do a great job on it Nick's a professional and every time I get a video back he it blows me away like he might have just found some obscure random photo that he's popped in there that I would never have thought to go look for and and just so he adds all that and um you know he puts yeah he's just amazing it brings Um, it to life when that sort of thing happens isn't it you know it really brings it and someone else's eyes will see different things to you gosh yeah oh yeah 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 exactly and you know what I reckon the people um who message me and write in and let me know what they think of what I've done they're the greatest support because they're giving me um feedback and um you know giving me the courage I suppose to continue yes yeah because you know that because they're telling me that I'm making a difference so that that gives you the courage to move on and you girls will find that too I'm yeah. sure you have found gosh, that yeah. gosh yeah where would you like to see it go do you have a plan for it or you just enjoy that it's something that you enjoy know the ride enjoying the ride yeah. I'm enjoying the ride I mean I'd like it to grow um I I was a bit slow with my Instagram and I didn't really push it but I now have 500 followers on Instagram <laughs> as of this morning I said to the kids look at this I've got 500 followers now and um I have a few thousand on Facebook but just because I hadn't pushed that Instagram wagon but um yeah yeah so I just think yeah more followers reach more people um be able to tell more more um you know real courageous stories yeah Yeah. absolutely gosh yeah gosh yeah that is so cool so knowing that you couldn't fail what would you achieve is it something with the podcast that comes to mind or with the tv channel like what's what comes up for you when we when we threw that out to you earlier <laughs> if i couldn't fail um oh look well i just interviewed warwick schiller and he has 20, 20 million views on youtube so yeah. that would be pretty cool <laughs> yeah. um yeah but yeah i guess yeah, oh look, having having a probably a stronger mix of of um, of celebrities and and everyday people as well that would be really cool. So yeah, gosh yeah, gosh yeah, and it is a like it is it does take courage to even pluck up to be able to ask somebody you know to to yes. go on and to do yeah. this sort of thing you know like you have your list and then you're like okay like. I'm going to have to send the message or give the phone call or something like that, like, you know, because there is that rejection. It could be rejection, like, 
Yeah. And, you know, girls, sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll think, oh, I'll send this person an email. And then I think, oh, I've just got to do this first. And I did it yesterday. Procrastination. And, and I'm thinking, get hold of yourself. Like, just write the email and press send. What is yeah. the big deal? Like, it's, yeah. so, I, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of procrastination. Gosh, yeah. Well, you're putting yeah. yourself out there. It's hard. It's hard not to. Yeah, yeah. But you, you girls, right? You understand that, I'm sure. So. Oh gosh, yeah. So, gosh, yeah. One thing I have, and I learn less lessons, um, all the time, and I think you've got to look for lessons. But you know, I, I'm always going to make sure that no matter what, um, I reply to people. Because that's it, when someone doesn't reply to you, you might send three or four emails and you just don't get a response. And apart from it being rude, it's it's just not kind. It's not, yeah. you know, you've got to, um, even if you're going to say no, you've still got to um, respond in some way to give that, you know, everybody's valuable. So, um, yeah. It's very important. That's, that's what one of the great... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> so what does a perfect day look for like for you, Cal? Okay, the perfect day. Um, well, I like getting up early because I just, I, I mean, I love sleeping in, you know, if I can every now and again. But whenever I sleep in, I just always feel like I've missed something. I, I need, I need to be get my jobs done early like I, and I love being outside early in the morning because it's just so even in summer you know it's mostly fresh and crisp yeah, yeah but um I like a perfect day I'd get up early it would be beautiful weather maybe a little bit of a chill in the air um you know I'd do my watering go and feed the animals maybe go and bring some cattle in <laughs> um and yeah it would be a mix of having my family around me probably behind you know bringing the bringing some cattle in to work um and training on a horse um um yeah it would be a mix of things having yeah having uh, a bit of time to do some cooking and yeah, yeah but I love my garden and I love playing with my dogs and I'm a bit of a simpleton, really. <laughs> I, you know, I had um, uh, last weekend. I went to a cutting school with Mark Buttsworth, um, with over at a friend's place, and what it reminded me was that it is so nice to go and immerse yourself in one thing, you know, and something that you love doing. So it might be for me, it was training my horse and learning and riding my horses and not having anything else to distract me or worry me. Um, I didn't have to worry about cooking. All I had to do was eat, you know, and um, and and it was just, yeah, it's so nice just to focus on, I took a couple of horses, um, Barry couldn't come. I was on my own over there and, yeah, it was just, anyway, it's so important every now and again, I think, to immerse yourself in something that you love. So whether it's yeah. riding a horse or um, doing something arty, you know, they ha um, I'd, I'd actually love to do one of those barbed wire 
workshops yeah, that they've, you know, you know, so, um, you know, years ago I used to do, because I am a little bit arty, I used to do a little bit of scrapbooking and, and that, but to just go away and, and have that time to totally focus on that thing that you love. So that, that would be, yeah. And it's such an empowering feeling when you do come away from that because you've learnt something, you've yes. enjoyed what you've done, you know, you're, you're in love with what you're you doing. you just got away from the real world for a little minute yeah. and just, yeah, yeah. put everything aside. Yeah. yeah. And it inspires you, doesn't it? It's it does. In inspirational. It does. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. So speaking of inspiration, and I know you said you've got lots of quotes, but is there a quote or a saying or something that when you hear it, it just makes you feel alive or it just helps you in those darker times when things are a little bit heavy? Absolutely. I think um, the, um, and I'm not even actually sure who, who said it or wrote it to start with, but remember why you started. So, you know, there's been days when I've thought, oh, this is just too hard and not going anywhere and I'll just forget about it. Um, and, and that can be said with any, you know, there's lots of things in my life where I felt like giving up. Um, but then if, if you can remember back to the beginning, why you started, is it worthwhile, um, you know, to continue? Um, yeah, so, so my favourite quote at the moment would be remember why you started. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. I wrote it down. Yeah, you I did too. I'm a lover of the quotes. I yeah. love it. That's a beautiful one. Yeah, I love quotes. Relevant across mm. the Yeah, form, and it? I think that's why it's yeah. nice is because it is so relevant for everything. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So, mm. Kel, even when you're cranky with Oh no, I was even going to, I was just going to say, even when you're cranky with your husband, you can yeah. say, remember why I started. What did I start with you again? <laughs> I remember what he started. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that is so true. That That's is so, so true. So, Kel, you mentioned your Facebook and your Instagram. Um, so, where can people find you? What are the names of that one? Okay, so it's just Kelly Shan, um, oh, Life Journey TV with Kelly Shan. So, on, um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and my YouTube channel. And then my podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And then I have a website as well. Oh, yeah. So my website's just Life Journey TV. Yeah. 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 We checked out your website. Yeah, exactly. We were like, this is huh. very how it's how it's set, set out. out. Yeah, it's very pleasing. <laughs> yeah, you know, like how you look at it. Yeah, and it was awesome. like you didn't have to overthink. You could just find what you wanted to find. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Gorgeous. It, it was, was gorgeous. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'll tell my website designer. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. definitely. Tell them they got the ticket for approval from us, and yeah. that will mean a whole lot. <laughs> Kelly, we've had the best chat with you this morning. Thank you so much for your time oh. and energy and, and for going and, and finding a spot to have a chat to us while you're in town. Yes. We really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, no, that's, no, that's it fine. Was that's great. Fine. Thank it's you for nice your time and, and energy. Oh, Thank you, girls. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> 
It means so much to us that you listen to this episode of Your Daily Pass. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, make sure you do yourself a favour and pop back through some of our other episodes. If you're up to date, never fear, we will be back in your ears every Tuesday and Friday. Make sure you leave us a review, click subscribe, check out our socials and share it with your besties.